0: So, it's like, Eugene, you're teamed up with... I'm like, here we go. My first physical contact, like... uh, And so, we... You know, we do our thing, and we get ready, and... He's up first, because he's... You know, he's... He's... He's the more proficient of us, too. (laughs) And, I mean, it was a matter of minutes, and I'm on... (laughs) I'm on the ground. And, I mean... And I'm thinking, like, COVID, 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 and sweating. I mean, he's just dripping <laughs> <in> sweat. Oh, <laughs> and uh, and of course, I'm, and I'm like, now go easy on me because of my knee. <laughs> yeah, you know, I got kind of a bum knee, and so I'm like, so when I go down, <laughs> like, just be careful. And he's like, well, I got to tell you, he's like, you know, I'm a little bit older, so I don't go down gracefully. <laughs> so. <laughs> So, he's like, you know, he's like, I'll do my best. And, of course, one of the times where he's got, you know, he rolls me onto the (laughs) ground. I mean, just my toe just got smashed. Uh, And, yeah, then he's on top of me. (laughs) Hi-ya. Oh, so as as soon as I, (laughs) hi-ya. Yeah, as soon as I got home, I was, you know, (laughs) I literally, the first thing I did when I got home is I gargled. (laughs) And and I shoved my copper zapper thing up my nose hole holes and um, I really cleaned off real good carry on with your
1: rules and regulations you please I'm gonna play let's play together I got Eugene a Eugene B Eugene C Oh uh,
0: no 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 that's not how it works how long can you hang on with Eugene just surfing the net and saying words? Already I'm going in with a boner. I. Oh,
1: ah, wife's homesick today and. Oh, she got what you had, huh? Yeah, probably. Oh, yeah. And this is like the first day in a week and a half that I feel pretty good. Cause I actually got a couple hours of sleep last night. You know, when you mm. go five days in a row where you get four hours or less of sleep. Oh, awful, oh, awful, miserable, just miserable. But I actually got some sleep last night and I was hoping to get a little bit of a nap here this afternoon, but now nah, work and uh, Amber alerts. Were you getting those? Oh yes. Columbus. 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 Amber alerts.
0: Like.
1: Yep. I was getting those too. They're a good thing. It's just
0: yeah, they does are. it scare the shit out of you
1: when you're trying to relax? Well, I know. It
0: just well, especially because they don't happen often. So when they do, it's like, oh, it bombs going off or what? Yeah. Wait, what? What? Yep. Here, because I always forget, and then I'm like, wait, I'm like, okay, yeah, that's that's the amber alert, amber thing. All right, here
1: come the Ruskies, or something. Yep.
0: Yeah. Ah, how are you? You're up first for bitch. Oh hey, um. I'm just checking out. Okay. All looks good on the wavelength front. Been keeping an eye on. And when they're big, that's a good thing. Yeah. When they're mm-hmm. little, when they're little spermy tadpoles, that's not good. Can you tell a difference on that last episode? No. I, You're welcome. Like, what are you talking about? <laughs> I was like, what is he talking about? Yeah. I thought about it. I'm like, this sounds fine.
1: Five hours of my life for one episode. <laughs> But boy, what a great episode it, it was. It was a good episode. <laughs> I'm still mm. cussing you out while I was editing it. it. It's because on that one, every now and then, like your wavelengths would be like, and then every now and then it would spike, and then da So you couldn't grab everything and normalize it. You had to do little sections. Highlight, normalize. Highlight, normalize. Highlight, I like, and I'm sure some sound editors out there are like, no, no, you just got to do this. No, I did all that. I did all those tricks, and it still had every minute or so a spike. And so, oh, it was frustrating. Hmm. Anyway. Uh, You just tuned me out right there, didn't you? Good job. Just good job. (laughs) I... Oh, you son of (laughs) a bitch.
0: I'm thankful for
1: you. Yeah, (laughs) we'll remember this when the paychecks
0: start rolling in. (laughs) (laughs) Hmm. Um. Uh, it's always hard to. Yeah. Really, really let loose like you want to. <laughs> yeah. Mm, I know. Um. Yeah. yeah I, I,
1: I mean, you want me? I guess I'll go first. If you're. Yeah. Gonna... Oh, I, I have a couple of things. I'm just trying
0: to think of how to word them. Yeah.
1: Okay. Well, I'll buy you some time. So last night was our boys' uh. Eh, parent-teacher conferences. And we've talked about it before, how much we love parent-teacher conferences. And so I've been on this app that we have with the school, and she never stops messaging. (sighs) Okay, yep, I'm aware that we're at 645 or whatever, and yep, yep, I got it, yep. And and then my son comes in and goes, "Um, yeah, that's a Zoom conference. I was like, what? She never said that. I thought we were going over. You guys are full-time school now. No, that's a Zoom conference. So I messaged her on the thing and, is it a Zoom conference? Yeah, I sent you an email. No email? Nope, no email. Went through all of my email. Spent half an hour going through hundreds of junk files and this, that, and the other thing and blah, 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 blah. Uh, and, uh, ah, uh, man, phone's been blowing up today. Um, yeah, I sent it to your email. So then I'm, I'm, after I go through all my email, I'm like, huh, I don't have it. What email did you send it to? Did you send it to my wife's email? No response, no response. So I messaged the wife at work. Did they send you emails? And she's like, yeah. It's like, well, we always do these conferences on my computer, because I have a big, bigger screen. And so I'm just like, why didn't you send them to me? Whatever, just forward them to me. And I told the lady we got them, whatever. So we go do the first one with the youngest kid, or, I mean, he's not involved in the meeting, but with his teacher and went fine. She was, let's go. Got this done. Everything's great. Move it on out. You know, let's get her done. Um, so we were like 10 minutes early for the next one and they're only 15 minute long meetings, but I'm joining the meetings as soon as we're ready. That way, if you're ready, put me in and we'll go. And so waited for 10 minutes, which is fine. We were early. Then it kicks us out. You know how it just starts, like, uh-huh. and so now I got to go find the link again. And then I start it up, and then she's waited for a minute, and it looks like we just showed up late. <laughs> <laughs> so then, you know, we're talking to her, and she's it, it. Before I even start this, she's very nice. She's very nice. She's been ter- teaching for over thirty years, but at the same time, her and my wife start gabbing, and, oh. and I'm just like, guys, Do you, I can leave this, because this, you guys are just talking about the weather and COVID and shit. Uh, but, anyway, the thing I wanted to bitch about was, uh, he, he's getting back from the mixed learning, the home every other day thing, and there's a process of change, you know, and and my son is like me, the, the oldest one is exactly like me, he's exactly how I was. So she had some concerns in that he's taking his, like, like, his math numbers are all fine. Reading numbers are actually good. The only problem is that when she gives him an ass- a reading assignment and it's on a topic that he doesn't care about, then he's drawing little Among Us doodles all along the entire border of the page. And she's like, well, why? you need to go back to the story and read it to find the fine points, to find the answers to the questions. But it's all stuff that he's not interested in. And so she said, and this is what I've been stewing about for the last... 24 hours. She goes, we need to find a way to make him be interested in these things that he's not interested in so that we can get them, get them done. He's very bright. It's not, you know, necessarily his fault. It's just, we need to get him focused on these things he's not interested in. And I was just like, hmm. And right there in my head, it was like, yeah, this, this conversation's over. Uh, because... (laughs) I started thinking about it and thinking about it and thinking about it. And so I I pose a question to my friend, Eugene, and this is not a rhetorical question. This is one that you actually answer. Uh, Child, teenager, adult, human, animal, vegetable. Tell me any of these things that you can get them to be interested in things that they are not interested in. You can't. If you're in the woods and a bear comes along. And it's like, had a full run of salmon, and it's totally full, and he's not interested in you. What's it going to do? Not attack you. It's just going to walk away. Yeah. What does a sunflower do at night? Closes
0: up shop. (laughs) Not interested
1: in the moon. When something comes out that interests it, like the sun. Beep. Are you interested in things that you're not interested in? Is it hard for you to pay attention to things that you're not interested in? And I'm not talking about something crazy. I just mean like a romantic comedy movie or a movie that has a storyline you're just not interested. Is it hard for you to pay attention to that?
0: Uh, Yeah, or even extracurricular things like hunting in the woods. No, that's... I would rather... Well, we
1: got to find a way to get get him interested because, you know... And she was doing this face, that concerned...
0: And I'm just like, Oh, I know that look. I know that look. Mm hmm. Uh,
1: his, his reading level and his math levels are, he, she said his algebra numbers, he, like, he's, are, are way above, or not algebra, uh, multiplication tables are way above everybody else. Okay, fine. His reading, uh, proficiency, it's above everything else, unless it's about a topic that he's not interested in. Name me, name me one <laughs> thing that that doesn't apply to. I, I just, mm, mm, like, okay, yeah, sure. Come on, son. We really got to sit down and learn about pilgrims and Thanksgiving or whatever, you know, it, it let, that you're not interested in, that you would rather be paying attention to anything else that interests you.
0: That's the, I, here's the thing to me, at least. That's the way it is with any child. Any child is going to excel in certain things, and other things are going to be like, uh, I don't care about that. Uh, human, animal, or plant, my friend. Yeah. In my I, opinion. But whatever. Yeah. I was good at history. And I like history. I wasn't so good at math, and I'm not, still not that good at, well, wait, no, I kind of am good at math, I think. <laughs> when it comes to the laws of the, of the podcast, I excel. I <laughs> uh, well, you're definitely not I, well, good
1: at statistics, especially when it comes uh, to picking roulettes, I'm sure. <laughs> That's a quantifiable number, my friend. That is not a, an but, opinion. Uh, I wasn't very good at history. I was, I was better at math. Uh, up and touch. That's because I was
0: yeah. I was good at history, and that's my my boys. Because we we did the same thing. We had Zoom parent teacher conference things, and ugh. but we found out okay, Eric, like Lucas excels in these things, and then the other things he doesn't. I'm like, yeah, I I know he doesn't he doesn't like those as much, but you know he's getting by, and we're like, well, well, he's never going to be a ten, but he let's try to get him up to maybe a six or a seven. Yeah. You know, that's reasonable, I think, but he's not going to be a 10 like he is on this and this and this topic. Yeah. But- and, and she was showing us the graph with all the darts and the arc
1: of, see, he was doing really good here. He was on the up and up. And then right about here, he started dipping and it dipped back down a little bit more here. And I'm like looking at the months. I'm like, oh, you can chart exactly where they started pulling us out for COVID and we're homeschooling. Uh-huh. That's exactly where it started to drop off. Why is that not obvious to you? Whatever, I just sat there and kept my mouth shut. That's so uh-huh. sure best. And I, I, I just don't like these Zoom meetings. I wish so bad we could be face to face. And I'm sitting here going, "Not me." Mm-hmm. You mean me sitting in the hallway while you talk about the weather with the parents in front of me for ten minutes? When you're ten, I'm, I'm waiting and waiting, and nah, I'd rather much be sitting in my office and sipping on a whiskey.
0: Yeah, I, I. Quite like I mean, I don't like any parent-teacher conference, but the Zoom meetings are – actually, our teacher, the, the one teacher was late, like really late, and just just screwing around on my computer waiting until – Yeah. except it in my mic. I'm fine. I,
1: Much better than sitting like, over there in the hallway in the
0: tiny chairs.
1: Yeah. yeah. So – Especially when you can overhear what they're talking about, and it has nothing to do with school things. Oh. It was like the other day when I stopped – I was stopped on the way home from work to pick up uh, uh, some Diet Pepsi at the uh, convenience store. And there's two people behind the counter, two open registers, one woman in front of me. She's got getting lottery tickets. She got her lottery tickets. She has her lottery tickets. She's paying. She paid. She's got her change. Stands there and talks for five minutes. And they're, and they're both talking to her. And I'm just standing there like, it's a good thing we got these masks, or you would just see me just furiously face mugging you. Like, come check me out, you dumb bitches! (laughs) Oh, does that piss me off? Like, but it's small town. We gotta sit. Oh, Denise, I haven't seen you in forever. How's your nephew? We gotta sit and talk and talk. Like, you can come over and ring up my fucking Pepsi.
0: Yeah, that never happens here. I mean, we're in the city, so I mean, yeah, somebody'd say something. Yeah, people don't interact with anybody. Yeah. If I say
1: something here, all three of them would turn and look at me like, what the fuck's his problem? hmm <sighs> Oh, come on. I'm the only one doing the bitching. Oh,
0: no, no, no. I'm, I'm right there with you on the, I mean, now that that reminded me of the, uh, of our parent teacher, cause I'm like, yeah, that's, and actually the first time we, the first meeting, uh, we were sitting in the office, my wife and I in my, in my office waiting. Five minutes go past. I'm like, fine. 10 minutes go past. 15 minutes go past. And I'm like, starting to get angry. Starting to get angry. 20 minutes go past. I'm like, now I'm flat furious. Now I'm just furious. And at the same time, we have renters at our condo. We have a little rental place in Florida. We've got renters right now. And I get a text. Internet's down. I'm like, here we go. Here we go. Hours. I'm like, there. there's literally that. that text is costing me hours on the phone with Comcast and being the middleman, trying to get them back up and running and just, and the minutes are ticking by half hour late. Finally, 30 minutes, literally finally. I'm like, I'm done. I'm, I'm done. I'm, I have, I have internet issues to take care of because that is a legit concern. Yeah. Like they don't have internet and they have to have internet. They're paying good money. So I bail. And then right when I bail, then text, Sorry, I'm late. The last meeting went long. Can we reschedule? Like, oh, you gotta be
1: kidding me! Oh, you gotta be kidding me!
0: Yeah, and I, I, boy, at this point, I got phone calls. I got to mix. I'm done. I, so we rescheduled. But she was luckily, she was exactly on time the next time because I oh, uh, side thirty note. minutes late.
1: <laughs> side note on that internet thing: uh, what my parents or what I advised my parents to do, and they did, is with their rental thing is put it in the wording when you're renting that we do not guarantee internet service because it can go out.
0: Oh, that's good. We should do yes. that. Yes.
1: That way, if it goes out, hey, we're trying, but we, you know, we said we can't promise it. A yeah, big, a giant fat asterisk on that, especially considering that you're, that's in Florida.
0: Yeah. Cause I literally, and, and then it was spotty I and mean, it was out during the Super Bowl. Like, because yeah, three million five, how many millions of people? and in Florida,
1: everybody in the world is on,
0: yeah, but it was it's been spotting then this afternoon the the internet guy shows up, and so our renter has to be there to let him in, and I'm like, this sucks like this i if I were him, I'd be pissed off, yeah, I'd be upset because it's like i here I am on my vacation, and I have to sit around the condo- which probably what they're they're older, that's probably what they would have done anyway, but. Uh, it's not good, but it's totally their fault. Yeah, it's. I mean, it is totally on them. But it, I didn't think about that. That would be a good idea to have that in the contract. Like, that, internet. It's. It's. That's <laughs> a. That's
1: one of those perks in a in a rental. Put that. I'm telling you. Put that asterisk in there with big fat capital letters. We do not guarantee service. Things go
0: bad. Hurricanes. It's Florida. I don't. it's, yeah, it's Florida. Yeah. So and who knows what the... alligators. <laughs> I, <laughs> yeah. Oh, so anyway, we may we may indeed sell that place. Um, I wondered the other the day. I
1: thought to myself, I wonder if you still had that.
0: Well, we have it, but it's I uh, we're not going down there lately, and it's... Uh, I'd rather have the money invested. <laughs> yeah. So anyway, we'll see. But that's. Oh, <laughs> uh, but yeah, parent teacher stuff, and oh, last so last night was. I mean, I know where you stand on this, but last night was our first night at Back to Physical Contact at Karate. And I'm like, Eesh. it's just, uh, I feel like I'm just, I'm sleeping around. Like, oh, you're, you're definitely
1: sleeping you around. You might get something, you might not. That's <laughs> a lot of moisture coming out of skin to oh. skin
0: contact. Oh, and I was with this guy. He's, he's ready for his black belt. Big dude, and he's always there, and so I was teamed up with him. Just a side oh, note for
1: future, Eric. Uh, I was with a guy. He's almost there. He always comes. Will be cut into the intro, just so you know.
0: <laughs> go on. And so, so he, uh, we get teamed up with him. I get teamed up with him. We, as in, you were there, and we were. It was. I'm a glad three-way. it's your turn, because
1: it's all going to be cut right. This is going to be the longest <laughs> intro. <laughs>
0: So, it's like, Eugene, you're teamed up with I'm like, here we go. My first physical contact. Like, uh, and so we, you know, we do our thing and we get ready. And he's up first because he's, you know, he's, he's, he's the more proficient of us too. (laughs) And I mean, it was a matter of minutes and I'm on, I'm on the ground and I mean, and I'm thinking like COVID, 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 and sweating. I mean, he is just <laughs> dripping <laughs> <in> sweat. Oh, <laughs> and uh, and of course I'm. And I'm like, now go easy on me because of my knee. <laughs> yeah, you know, I got kind of a me. knee, and so I'm like, so when I go down, <laughs> like just be careful. And he's like, well, I got to tell you, he's like, you know, I'm a little bit older, so I don't go down gracefully. <laughs> So he's like, you know, he's like, I'll do my best. And of course, one of the times where he's got, you know, he rolls me onto the ground. I mean, just my toe just got smashed. Uh, and yeah, then he's on top of me and (laughs) hi-ah.
1: hi Oh,
0: so as as soon as I, (laughs) hi-ah. Yeah, as soon as I got home, I was, you know, (laughs) I literally, the first thing I did when I got home is I gargled. And and I shoved my copper zapper thing up my nose hole holes and um I really cleaned off real <laughs> good so fingers crossed that I did not get anything uh, so yeah that was how my evening went last night I I, I you know, oh and then and then to, to wrap it all up this morning just sore from head to toe just sore. <laughs> Uh, well, there go my nipples again. <laughs> yep. <laughs> oh, but the whole time, I'm like I, I'm seeing sweat dripping off his face. I'm like, I don't want that sweat on me. <laughs> and these are not. I'm may, not making this up. I'm this is. I, I'm well this, aware you're not making it up. That's no, <laughs> it, this happened. This happened less than 24 hours ago, and I'm like, oh Lord, only knows where that those sweat droplets have been. oh <laughs> uh. Oh, it's so nice to know I'm not going to have to look for
1: the intro. <laughs> <laughs> oh. oh, man. Holy shit, I'm sweating. Do you, uh, have you, do you know anything about this? Kuyu? No. you? It's it's uh, Kui... some brand of clothing. Never heard of them. It's a vest that I got from my company. Oh, Okay. It's great, but it's like I think you can see—that's how thick it is. Oh, okay. Just hot as balls. Oh my god! Hmm. And then uh, I was wearing it around uh, the office the other day, and one of the guys came in and like, "Whoa, where do I get one of these things?" I'm like, why? Oh, that's a super expensive brand. Like, I, oh. I don't know. Apparently, and I've got that and another coat. Apparently, the coat was like. 250 bucks or something like holy fuck i don't spend money nice. like that yeah but you can't wear it unless it's cold because if you it you're just dying it, you know what i mean it's like yeah. super suit. it's almost t-shirt thin and you can almost wear it outside in this weather and, mm. and be totally comfortable it's crazy anyway um well now it's almost time for the show and we got a top 10-ish to do, and you did not told me about oh, it. Got, I got my dream, you got yeah. Dream. I got my. You better get on with it. Should I do the dream now? I guess, it's not going to get much straighter. <laughs> how's, it, how's this oh, show yeah. going to get any
0: straighter? Oh yeah, it is. we are full on, uh, we're full on fluffers now. Um, you know what a fluffer is, right? I'm, I'm, I'm I, I, yes, more I or guess. less. Okay, yeah, they're the ones that. You oh, know,
1: I said yes, and get, he's still going to explain it. They get the actors. <laughs> this is why I click and, explicit box every time on every episode.
0: <laughs> <laughs> they they get the the stars of the show ready, primed, yeah, locked and loaded. Now yeah, I don't know so. if I want to hear about this dream of. <laughs> oh, it's it's cute. It's it's more cute than anything, which I guess would go along with the theme of the last ten minutes. Um, that was <sighs> aggressively not cute. <laughs> <laughs> so, I was at this toy store. This is a dream that I had a couple nights ago. Actually, like, I woke up to this. This is like, after this dream, I woke up and I'm like, kind of angry, but I'm like, mm, ah, kind of. <laughs> so, I'm at this toy store up here in Canton in my dream. And I'm just frantically shoveling snow with my wife because that's what we do in dreams. We shovel snow at toy for stores. the people at this yeah, it's toy store big parking lot. And you're there, uh, you're following me around and you're just begging me to play with you. And I'm like, I got to shovel this, this driveway. And you're like, please, I'm going to play. Let's play together. (laughs) And I'm like, "Ah, I'm busy. And finally, wife gets sick of your badgering me to play. So I'm like, fine, we'll play. So this sounds like my shoveling. childhood. I don't know what you're talking yeah, about. Oh yeah, and and then you start like, and you're flying like pretend flying spaceships around the parking lot, <laughs> and I'm, ch- I'm chasing after you. <laughs>
1: <laughs> this just in our, just sounds like Weinsberg to me. Yeah, yeah. <laughs>
0: then your sister came our, running in and hit
1: me with a car in the parking lot oh or something. Yeah.
0: Oh, we're in our fake TIE Fighters just flying around. So anyway. You would have a TIE Fighter. I would have like a
1: toilet roll that you gave me and said, pretend it's (laughs) a TIE Fighter. There was no toys. We were just like. I know. I'm just saying. (laughs) Back in the Um, day, that's how it would (laughs) have been.
0: So then finally, um, you know, I felt sorry for you. And uh, then then the owner of the toy store comes out and he was like, "Um, I'm paying you and your wife to shovel the drive or the, the parking lot. I'm like, ah, I got this guy here and he wants to play with me. And he's like, eh, get the money or not, you know. And finally, I'm like, oh, look, I can't do this anymore. And so you just stood in the middle of the parking lot and just wept. Just wept as wife and I are just shoveling snow. And then I sort talk talking business with the toy store owner guy as you just stood there just sobbing. Sobbing. I woke up to you sobbing. That was the dream. I woke up to you. I'm like, should I be annoyed or happy at that? That. Sure, I'm a tenk. You son of a bitch. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but I'm like, ah, make a... And then, of course, the, the first thing I do, and as soon as I see the kids in the morning, I'm like, I got I got a dream I got to tell you guys about. <laughs> <laughs> I'll tell you why you, uh, you
1: couldn't decide if you wanted to be annoyed or happy about it is because you were annoyed because, well, you were happy that I was crying, but you were annoyed that it wasn't you that made me cry. <laughs> no, yeah, it was,
0: yeah. <laughs> it was the it, it, other it was. guy. Yeah, he made me stop. And the oh. business guy made you stop. yeah. Oh, I'm just explaining, talking talk about Legos outside in the freezing cold, and there you stood. Oh, it's just, like, this is the perfect Saturday Night Live skit, or just a nightmare, or something. I don't it's know. Ju- it's just my childhood. That's what it
1: is. That, that was Weinsburg Eugene! And, uh, yeah. come on, come play with Mitzi! Uh,
0: uh,
1: let's ride the tricycle around the basement! Uh,
0: Oh, that I remember. Oh, let's play in the fake hollowed out TV.
1: Let's, uh. <laughs> oh, no. Eugene. Hey, I got an idea. Isn't it fun when I drag you around the carpet?
0: Hmm.
1: Yeah, it is fun. Wee, wee, wee. For an hour and a half, and then all of a sudden, why does my body feel weird? Oh, that's because I have rug burn over 90% uh-huh. of my body. Yes. Yep. Actually, it, it's us in the basement, uh, tearing around. Then getting yelled at for being too loud. I was
0: just gonna yell at. Yeah. Yep. It,
1: it builds for another fifteen minutes. Then getting yelled at. Then somebody
0: inevitably getting spanked or. Yeah, and by yelled at, uh, and be, like our level, as I guarantee, you, nowhere even half as close as what our kids are like. Nowhere, nowhere near. Yeah, couldn't have been. And they're not even arguing. They're happy with each other.
1: Yeah, we'll see here in about any minute now. They'll come in and. I give them their tablets and tell them to be quiet in the living room and they won't be quiet mm-hmm. okay that was whew, exhausting i uh, was I, thanks was, for coming to the yeah. show that's it for this week we'll see you next time uh, yeah i i got i'm spent oh no we got some things to talk about but first up the roulette i'm eric and i'm eugene and here's the roulette it's time to spin the reel of the dive in the ocean of cinema and try and find those gems in the rough. This week on The Roulette, it is Young Doctors in Love, up against anything for Jackson. And you're up first, sir. Tell me about Anything for Jackson. The shortest
0: pick on your roulette last week. Yeah. Hour and 37 minutes. A bereaved Satanist couple kidnap a pregnant woman so they can use an ancient spellbook to put their dead grandson's spirit into an unborn child, but end up summoning more than they bargained for. Uh starring and the whole way through like, who is this guy? I recognize this old guy, Julian Richings. There he is. What has he been in? Oh, he was Lorem and Man of Steel. He was um Weird Janitor and Urban Legend. I've he's the type of guy where he's just been in a bunch of stuff. I just recognize him from a bunch of 215 credits. Uh anyway, he's the main baddie, I guess, kinda sort of him and the wife. Uh, this is a good movie. I was fairly impressed with this. Actually, I was really, really on board with this. And then the ending, and I, I didn't quite get the ending. Like, it was cool, but I'm like, um, huh? I, what, what's that all about? And that actually dropped it a half star for me just because I didn't quite get where they were going with the very, very ending. It was almost like a gotcha type thing. I'm like, what? But, good acting. And for a lower budget movie, very cool. Like, they knew that they had not a huge budget, so it was very, for the most part, self-contained in this house where they have this kidnapped lady and they're, you know, doing summoning stuff. And there's another guy in here, Josh Crudas, is I, there he is. Um, I know I've seen him in other stuff too. And he was, he was great as a, oh, what's the name for him? Right? He was like he was a satanist but incel type guy oh. like lives in mom's basement and <laughs> he was awesome. In this what has he been in? Uh I he's another one that you'd probably recognize him from other stuff. Anyway, he was really really good as the just this Marilyn Manson kind of wannabe creepy kid and uh, but this was a cool movie and Couple good special effects, suitably evil, but that ending, I'm like, ah, you lost me on that one. You lost me. And I wasn't sure if they were just like, let's try to get out of the house because so much of the movie takes place in the house. Mm. They, they go out of the house and I feel like it's a sp- spoiler, I guess, kind of. I'm thinking that possessions might be let loose or something because that's what they're, I don't know. I, <clears throat> I'm going to watch it again at some point because it was one of those yeah one of the one of the many great horror movies actually <laughs> uh-huh. uh huh but uh, i don't know what you think of it i bet you'd like it cuz it's almost dark comedy like it plays that fine line especially with the satanist kid in the basement it's like there is that fine line between just really black comedy and then outright horror but it was i liked it well put it on my list for halloween <laughs> back to you <laughs> Uh,
1: young doctors in love from 1982 have you ever heard of this movie just from the cover yeah, of I've what I've never heard of it uh, directed by Gary Marshall which I have heard of him okay let's see if you've heard of any of these other people in this movie bear with me for a minute Sean Young yes. Michael McKeon you, you got It's an audio podcast. Nodding doesn't. Ah, oh, um, rules. <laughs> Ted point. McGinley yeah. You definitely would know him if you saw him. Harry Dean Stanton.
0: Oh yes. Oh wow, that's a bigger name. Pamela Reed. You would know her if you saw her.
1: Taylor Negron. Taylor you
0: Negron.
1: would absolutely know him if you saw him. Dabney Coleman. Okay. Yeah. Michael Richards. Oh, uh, Kramer. Yeah. Hector Elizondo. No, yeah, uh, you would know him if you saw him. Guarantee it. Mm, hang on here this they they put these kind of alphabetically. I mean there's a thousand people in this movie. Frank, is this a made for TV movie or is this a Frank Campanella? My uh Ed Bagley Jr? Uh Richard Dean Anderson? Jeez. Uh da, 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 Susan Lucci? Demi Moore. I've heard of that.
0: So this was a obviously this was a theatrical release. Demi Moore. I mean, it has to be. Yeah,
1: but Demi Moore in 1982. Uh, my VHS oh. tape. Uh, my VHS tape says ABC Video. Did ABC Video Motion ABC Motion Pictures put stuff out oh, there? Oh, that's
0: got to be TV made for TV.
1: Uh, okay. Now synopsis. A spoof on a hospital soap intern, uh, operas with a few gangsters thrown in, a new batch of interns begins at City Hospital. And what it is is, this is not what I was expecting at all. Uh, a group of young interns go to this hospital, and very quickly I was like, oh, the, we're, we're kind of doing slapsticky stuff a little bit. I thought this was, might try to be a romantic something, but it is, n- I mean, yeah, a little bit, but, This is very much in the vein of uh, uh, Almost Airplane and Leslie Nielsen gun movies. Oh, really? This is a spoof movie, yes. But it's also 1982 kind of spoof movie, so there's nudity and violence and uh, all kinds of chicanery. It is crazy, and I gotta say... I had a blast with this movie, and I'm so glad that I kept my uh, VHS tape sealed, because I was looking online, and it looks like it goes anywhere from $15 plus five shipping all the way up to 45 if you want it, kind of. Nice. So that would be a, a gem. And those were open copies that were not my copy. They were the Good Times copy. I've got a sealed not Good mm, Times legit. copy. Yeah. Uh, so... I, I'm not, I'd be open to offers on that actually because I'd rather, I'd buy it on DVD. And I, the copy that I watched on YouTube, which it's called something else on YouTube, it took me a minute to to actually find it. But, um, are, are you getting these text messages that are, are sale, are like bullshit? In order to get a message like this, Chase Manhattan, your account has been funded $5,000. Just call right now. Are you, are, are uh. you getting these kinds of texts now? No, uh uh-uh. uh. It's like, the spam calls I get them as texts it's
0: fucking oh, I do get some but I I mean not that in particular I get like three a day
1: it's so annoying anyway uh, so I would pick this up like on DVD if I saw it somewhere cheap and you can get it on eBay cheap for a couple of bucks I recommend you check this one out because it is every bit in that vein of an, of an airplane or a, a not Top Gun um... police squad son of a bitch I cannot think of things today just those real slapsticky 80s ones that are so over-the-top goofy and funny. And, I mean, at one point, this the, the Michael Richards is a gangster who's broken into the hospital to try and kill this other gangster, and every time he does something bad... And the other gangster can't speak because he had a stroke, and so every time he tries to kill him, something bad goes wrong. At one point, he is so busted up because he got roped into bad surgery that he... Th- makes a lasso out of a rope and throws it around the old guy's neck and tosses a brick out the window, and the old guy manages to get it off his neck and put it on Michael Richard's ankle, and he flies out the window, and then he's all busted up in bed, and he lights some dynamite and tries to throw it at him, and they put it back in his bedpan by accident, and he puts it out by peeing on it. Just shit like that, where it was hilarious. I was laughing all the way through, and I love that it was very R-rated as far as nudity and, and drugs and uh, um, just that kind of stuff you just don't see anymore. Uh, that kind of attitude. It was fun. It was a lot of fun. Michael McKean's always fun. and uh, 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 Spinal Tap. That kind of stuff. Yeah. You know what I mean? Right Right in that kind of vein of craziness where they know we're being ridiculous. And it was fun. And you should check it out because it falls right now. Uh, what is the one with Val Kilmer? The spy one. I can't... <sighs> Top Secret?
0: Yes, right? Like that. Just That actually got a Blu-ray release. Yep, there you go. Um, yeah, Young Doctors in Love. There it is. 2017 <laughs> was released by Kino uh, Lorber. Released it. Which, they're a pretty decent company. Yeah, they are. Yeah, they gave it three out of five. It's it, And that's about what I would
1: give it to. It's not better than any of those other movies I mentioned. But I was very surprised when I watched this that I've never heard of it. Because it very much is in that vein. And that vein has their very fervent uh, uh, fans, I guess you would say. Um, But anyway, you should check it out sometime. Uh, Not just you. Oh, gotcha, gotcha. Yeah. Uh, Okay, next round.
0: Okay. Uh, Let's see. Okay, so I got this box set from... Uh, Scream Factory, and it was mainly because of one movie in particular that I I had no idea that was being released on uh, Blu-ray, and I it was a childhood staple of mine, or it was one – actually, I should rephrase that. It was a Saturday afternoon movie that they would s- show on Superhost, and I would catch it every now and then at my neighbor's never, 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 never. I don't even know if we had TV at that point, but my parents would have never let me watch this, uh, and it was called The Thing That Couldn't Die. And I wanted that movie. I I'm like, I want to see that movie again. That's the where the, the lady has that witch stick thing, and so I find out that Scream Factor released this. So wait, this four-pack. is a childhood
1: staple and you're questioning me about one of the picks on my roulette? Yeah. Okay. Carry on yep. with your rules yeah. and regulations, you uh, fucking Nazi. No,
0: no, 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 no. That's not how it works. You fascist. <laughs> No, that's a little bit different for me. Yeah, it's different um, for
1: you. It's, you're like, I've seen the movie a dozen times, but... Well, I've seen it, like, it's been a long time, so it
0: doesn't count. So anyway, <laughs> so this is... Um, you and your rules. These these movies are from the 50s, so the first one is The Thing That Couldn't Die. I'd like a rewatch of that one now that I have it. And another one, uh, the other two are, uh, see, A Shadow of the Cat. Oh, I guess, okay, so... Is it A Shadow of the Cat? Just Shadow of the Cat. Um, it, and it's not popping up on IMDb. Uh, we'll find that thing here sometime. On here. we got lots of time in the world. Up there uh, it is. 1971? No, 1961. John Gilling directed it. Uh, House Cat sees her mistress murdered by two servants under orders from her husband and becomes ferociously bent on revenge. Oh,
1: the Shadow of the Cat.
0: Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Like what? Yeah. Like not what you said, but go on. Yeah, what? Ah, you're full of shit. Um, okay, and then uh, The Black Castle from 1952. Let's see here. Lean me, now in 22 minutes. Man investigates the disappearance of two of his friends who were guests of a sinister Austrian count. And I guess I should uh, let's see, let's see the thing that couldn't. There it is. 1958. That is an hour and nine minutes. Perfect time. Uh, psych- a psychically gifted young woman discovers a century-old crate buried in her aunt's ranch. Opening it, her family discovers the living head of Gideon Drew, a 16th century devil worshiper. Man, days. I mean, win, win, and win for Eugene.
1: Uh, and coming my way is The Killer, a John Woo film starring Chow Yun-Fat. a blazing masterpiece about a hitman with a code of honor ranks as one of the... Sounds like a John Woo movie f- to me from back in the day. don't think I really need to explain that one, but no, I don't believe I've ever seen it. I've, I've seen snippets, and I've seen breakdowns on YouTube, and I've seen... Uh, but I've seen Hard Boiled uh, uh, three or four times, but I've, I've never seen The Killer. Uh, Next up, The Last Man, starring Hayden Christensen and Harvey Keitel. In this chilling dystopian thriller, Hayden Christensen plays Kurt, a vet suffering from PTSD who comes home to an unholy, unruly land. Uh, Local street prophet Noe Harvey Keitel says it'll get even worse with the catastrophic storm strikes. As he readies for the apocalypse, he meets sultry Jessica, who also begins to believe that even as the planet falls apart, Kurt finds his life finally coming together. And lastly, Reset, presented by Jackie Chan. Uh, this is a Chinese movie, I believe. Scientist. is on the verge of a major discovery when she successfully sends living tissue back in time. But everything unravels after her young son is kidnapped and held for a hefty ransom. The entirety of our research. when the drop goes sour and her. I don't want to read anymore. It's getting spoilery sci fi time travel something. So, what would you like, sir?
0: Um. Geez. Uh What do you mean? <laughs> I'm not taking uh, any guff from a guy who put an hour nine movie up. Don't even start uh, with me. It's, it's content. Content over length. It should... Length shouldn't matter. I, I will, uh... Take, uh... Give me Reset. <laughs> ah, the killer. You, I've seen it. I want to hear something new. The, <laughs> the Black Castle for you. What? What do you mean, what? You said three gold star winners. <laughs> oh, I was hoping you'd pick the...
1: Well, yeah. You are never getting an hour nine movie on the roulette. Don't even bother with that. Oh, man. See, uh, listeners, rules. No, There's rules. it's not... If I put an Hour 9 movie up, you would never pick it. Never in a million years. I mean, maybe, maybe so, but... Okay, next week on The Roulette, it'll be uh, Reset Up Against the Black Castle. Boys! I think the boys came home and I didn't even know it. Oh. <clears throat> boys, come to the window! Thank you, buddy. I'm the best dad ever. Haha, uh-huh, you can go fuck yourself. Ah. Sorry. Mm. You're the best throat clearer ever, I guess. That's I am. Your award. It's a second place. Okay, top 10 of 2020. Uh, you we're desperately wanting to do your top 10 of 2020. And now is the time. And so I went and did the work, and I was able to come up with eight. And one I just finished like uh, an hour ago. So, <laughs> eight? I, I, I haven't seen that many releases from 2020. Mm. Do you want me to put 2019 movies on there or something? Mm. I, what are you oofing me for? That's not that's not in the rules. <laughs> Here we go with his rules again. <laughs> Hail Eugene. Yep. Uh,
0: All right, okay. so you can do
1: 10, 9, and 8, and then I'll jump in after that. And I'll tell you right oh. now, you're not going to like my list. Too bad that... Mm. I, that the. I've the the other 2020 movies that I saw I didn't like. So, this is what you got. Eight. Oof. What are you opening okay, well, me for? Why does that piss you off? <laughs> Listeners, uh, just cuz everybody was got, running to the theater in 2020.
0: <laughs> I got the goods. I got the goods out there. So, first up for me, <laughs> uh, is Hunter Hunter. And I just recently watched with uh, Nick Stahl in it. and Looks good. Sounds good. I haven't seen it. Yep. It was great. Uh, Devin was in this, and it's got the mother of all endings. I loved the ending. Uh, it, the lower budget kind of has it down a little bit on the list, but it was still really, really good. Uh, next up is, this was actually higher on the list, but then as I was putting this together, I'm like, ah, I got some other stuff on here that I think is a little bit more rewatchable, uh, is The Hunt. Hmm. And wow. I I'm surprised that fell so low was, for you. I know, well, uh, the other stuff is, I don't know. Rewatchability
1: it's, came in hard on my list.
0: Yeah, yeah. I And for me, actually... At least the, the last feet, or the, the top couple are like, they're not actually not ones that I have got. They don't have much replay value, but they're so well made. They just like very much best of type stuff, but I really liked the hunt. It was gory, super, super fast paced and has, uh, Hillary swank in it. And I didn't realize that was her until I think after the credits or during the credits. I'm like, that was her. Why not? I didn't think that are she was blind. I don't know. I just didn't think that she looked at all like, Hillary Swank, what's wrong with you? Know, she just looked different. No first scene she popped up, I'm like,
1: oh, Hillary Swank.
0: Really? Yeah. yeah. I may- maybe it was because I just like, oh, she wouldn't lower herself to be in a political type movie like this, but
1: <sighs>
0: I liked her in it. She was good. Um, next up is Underwater. What? Oh, I've got some great movies coming up. I'm going to
1: have to start checking dates, because I'm... uh, Okay, go on. Oh, Underwater was uh, January 10th. I know Underwater was 2020. I'm just saying, whatever Um, you're going to do next, you're going to pull some of your bullshit, and it's going to be some movies from 2018, and then you're going to be like your rules, that my top 10 of 2020
0: got to be from 2020. I did extensive research. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> uh, yeah. yeah. Um, Underwater was great. Uh, Kristen Stewart was great in it. Vincent Cassell was in this. I liked the entire cast. Even TJ Miller, who can be very annoying at times, he was not in this. I thought that he played the, uh, what's his name, from Aliens part perfect. Hudson, yeah. Private Hudson, that was his role. But this was a good movie. Very good movie. I uh, loved the special effects. And I, I actually watched the. The alternate ending that they were going to do. And I'm like, no, no, I liked the ending that we got. Yeah. I don't even, what else could you have done? Like that ending was well, perfect. It was, but yeah, the other one was just like, Oh, that was just a kind of a generic, a generic ending like this. Where this one, the ending that we get in this one, I was pretty impressed with. How that ended, like, I'm like, oh, okay, well, there we go. But the other one was a little bit more vanilla.
1: Mm. Uh, number eight for me is The Midnight Sky. This was a roulette that I had uh, starring George Clooney I just re- and Felicity Jones, David Aiello. I just reviewed it uh, a week or two ago. And I wasn't overly glowing about it, but it is a well-made film. I just don't see, see myself, like, running back to rewatch this every couple of years. It would I would re-watch this movie down the road, uh, but not like, holy crap, let's Midnight Sky this bitch, you know? So, uh, I, I do recommend you keep it in your queue uh, to watch this. Oh, sometime. I'm going to watch it. Yeah, uh, Good performances, good story. I just, top, top eight of 2020.
0: <laughs> uh, back to you. Uh, next up is 7500, which this was on... The roulette as well. This is the Joseph Gordon-Levitt. Man, that beat movie. out
1: the hunt and underwater.
0: Wow. I mean, they're all right there. Neck I mean, because you've you know? been sucking on
1: the hunt stick for a while. I have been.
0: I've been. I've been choking. Um, I really liked this movie. That I just the acting was so good, and it was so well made for essentially being a movie that was pretty much entirely in the cockpit of a plane. But it was in gro- from. From the very, very beginning, it was totally engrossing, and I was never bored, and it was so well acted. Uh, I loved it. I thought this was a great movie. Back to you. Number seven for me is Bad
1: Boys for Life. And the reason I threw this on here, neither of us were, like, falling over ourselves about this movie. But it's an action movie, and I love these characters, and we both like part one and two, and it's one that I can see myself coming back to when I revisit those movies. Just finish it up. Even thinking about it now, I struggle to think, what all happened in that movie? And when I do that with this one, I go, but I remember kind of liking it, so I, maybe I should watch that again. Uh, that kind of feeling. So, I, I threw it on there. Uh, rewatchability is going to be a big factor in my list. So, number six for
0: you. Uh, six for me is Greyhound. This is the Tom Hanks, Elizabeth Shoe. Well, Elizabeth Shoe barely, but... Uh... This is, this was going to be like a big summer movie and then uh, Apple Plus just dropped it. And we actually have a year free of Apple Plus. So wife and I watched it and she loved this movie. So I got to say that helped elevate this one here a bit. Just we both really liked it. And it's, it's a war movie, but it is so incredibly fast paced. Like it's, it's after like a maybe 10 minute intro, maybe not even that. It is just go, 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 go. And it was, very, very good. I'm impressed that it was only an hour and a half for a war movie. Usually war movies are at least two, two and a half hours, but this one here, there was no fat on this one's bones. This was good.
1: Cool. Uh, number six for me, and don't pass out, fall out of your seat or anything, but number six for me comes with an asterisk, uh, and that's Tenant. And the reason I'm, I know that we railed on it a bunch, but I still, at the end of the day, appreciate the filmmaking aspects that were going on there. It's also science fiction, so I'm going to go back to it. I've already said that on the show. I'm Christopher Nolan's a hell of a filmmaker, and I have found myself thinking about it a lot since I've watched it, and it's been a while. I've watched a couple of videos on YouTube, not explaining it, but just trying to break down some of the filmmaking aspects, and... I know I'm going to be revisiting that movie. I've already thought about it in the last week. Is it about time to go back and try and see if I can decipher this thing again? <clears throat> uh, so there's a rewatchability factor in there that I know I'm going to be watching this movie three, four, five times, uh, probably in the next two years. Uh, it's But also, I, you heard all my bitching about it, you know. Uh, but there's something to be said for doing that much bitching about it and yet going, is it time to rewatch it?
0: So, that's why it made the list.
1: Number five for you.
0: Uh, five for me, and I—I I gotta admit, same here. Like, I've thought about the movie, and I watched extensive stuff on YouTube. Which, if I flat out hated the movie, I wouldn't have. I wouldn't have sunk the time into watching YouTube videos on it. So, I'll watch it again. I—I I know I'm gonna and watch I've, it again. I've
1: avoided the ones that are about the plot and breaking down, explaining it. I don't—I don't, I don't want to see that. I, I've been just looking at filmmaking techniques and stuff like that.
0: Hmm. Okay, five for me is Oz Perkins, Gretel and Hansel. Uh, seen it twice, and I love it. I love the—he's uh, such a good director, and I love the uh, how he shot this movie. Which the beginning, the very beginning of the movie is in uh, anamorphic widescreen. And then from that point on, it is the one, three, three, the, like the very tight aspect ratio. And I loved it. I loved that. But for a PG 13 rated movie, I appreciated the fact that this is like close to being as dark as the witch, uh, without, without being quite so R rated. Uh, but it teeters right on that line. I loved this movie. I thought this was fantastic and one that I will revisit. Many, many times. It's got a short run time. Uh, You've seen Gretel and Hansel, right? Yes. Okay. There you go.
1: Okay. Uh, Number five for me is The Hunt, and I echo everything that you said about it. The only reason I even, I struggled with putting it above Tenant because I probably won't rewatch it as much as Tenant. But I don't know that I'll come out with a thumbs up on Tenant at the end of the day, at the end of the three, four, five watches that I give it. The Hunt, I already give a thumbs up. I just don't know that I'll rewatch it that often because it's uh, not that I have much of a problem with the movie itself or what's going on in it. It's just how often do you want to go down that road, especially yeah. with the heavy political conversation. So, uh, yeah, that's it. Number five, The Hunt.
0: Number four? Four is The Lodge. And this is the one with um, Oh Riley... Riley something. She's in it. Um So prepared. Uh, what's her last name? It's... Yeah, she... Um... Anyway, she was really good in it.
1: <laughs> Riley, what's her face?
0: Uh, yep, Alicia Silverstone is in this too for a brief amount of time. Uh, I loved the slow burn aspect of this and there's a couple scenes in this movie where it's, it's not jump scary, but it's just this slow settling atmosphere of dread and doom. and I love that in movies, which had that. And this one does too. This is more psychological thriller than horror, but I loved the movie. This is one that I am still thinking of. i watched it almost a year ago uh, or quite a while ago when this was an early 2020 release, but I'm still thinking about it. And just the, where it went. I I loved it. But those looking for an outright like thrill packed horror movie, it's not that. But if you're looking for a very moody, atmospheric and kinda creepy thriller, that's that's the one. So cool. Very good. I'm looking forward to rewatching that one. <clears throat> Number four for me is Synchronic. And I
1: mentioned it last week, but I wanted to have more time to talk about it, but then you gotta do this top ten and
0: Well, it's on my
1: top ten. This was a serious contender for number one, actually, just looking quickly at the list, but I had to drop it down a little bit because how often am I going to rewatch it? I really, really, really liked this movie. This was really well made, uh, made by a couple of directors that made something that you loved. I told you about it. Uh, This is about two New Orleans paramedics... Oh, the The Endless. The Endless, yeah. Two New Orleans paramedics' lives are ripped apart when they encounter a series of horrific deaths linked to its designer drug with bizarre otherworldly effects. And it involves, it's kind of a little bit in the future, and it's kind of a little bit low budget, but used with, where the budget's all used well, the same as that uh, 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 dimension-shifting movie we talked about last week, that we both watched, wasn't that last week?
0: dimension shifting
1: co- or co- co- oh, coherence co- uh, yes yeah same same could, could exist in the same world as coherence but it's not dimension shifting it makes a lot more sense uh, anthony mackey and jamie dornan this was a damn good movie at an hour 42 i was never bored it's drama it's horror it's sci-fi you got to see this movie at some point because it's a budget very well used. You liked that endless movie. I'm telling you, you got to see this. as one of the best of the year. I think it might even make your list. It would probably be like number ten or
0: something. But I actually just added it onto my voodoo to wish list. Yeah. Okay. It. Just... it it's. I. W- it's.
1: It's. I can't talk about it. I just can't talk about it. But it was very well acted. It was very well written. It wasn't too cliche. It wasn't too hard to understand. Like it has a little bit of that primer kind of feel, but it's not, even with coherence, what the hell is going on? It's It doesn't go quite that far. You are following the one character along in his steps, and it makes sense that he makes these crazy decisions because of what's going on to him. And I'm speaking in vague review terms because I don't want to spoil anything. I'm just saying that it's not a primer situation where you're just like, okay, I'll wait till the end when you tell me what's going on. It's not like that. You know what's going on from about the second act forward. Uh, so, are about the time that our main characters figure out or start to figure out what's going on, which is about the second act. So, uh, okay. it was a, and a very interesting journey. I quite enjoy it. Highly recommend this movie and it's got, uh, it's, it's let's see, what are we on IMDb here? 6.2 out of 10. Kiss my ass. Way better than that, but it is getting uh, a lot of good reviews from reputable sources. <laughs>
0: No, that – I actually uh been kind of following those directors, and I just – I like to see the trajectory that they've been going. Like, they started with Resolution, uh, which their next one, The Endless, was kind of sort of a – well, it is a, a sequel of sorts to that one. And I'm like, they do really well with very, very, very low budgets, but good acting and really well-written scripts. And so it's good to see that – I'm guessing that this is kind of another, you know – Oh, yeah. I mean, I, and
1: again, if this list was just – had nothing to do with rewatchability. We were just going on scores. This would be number one.
0: Wow, cool. I'm looking forward to checking that one out. I'll watch anything that those guys do at this point. They're both of their movies are that I've seen are really good. Okay, uh, next for me, number three. This actually for a, a bit was my number one uh, back when I first watched it, and uh, I've seen it twice now and. I still love it. This is one that you're like, eh, on, but uh, it's my list. Color Out of Space. I oh, loved this movie. That's fine. You're, uh, you're, you're, not, the, you're not the only one.
1: That's, that's fine. I, I, when you said Color Out of Space for a second, I thought you were talking about that
0: free color movie or whatever. that. Oh, no. Never no. mind. Uh, I, but even the second time, I like the chaotic feel of it where you don't quite know. Like, it's night, then day, and everything doesn't quite... Gel together, but I think that's the way it's supposed to be. Uh, I liked Nick Cage's performance in this. I liked all of their performances in this. It was disgustingly gory towards the end, and great special effects. I wish that uh, Richard Stanley would do more HP Lovecraft stuff. I would love to see him take on some other stories like that. But it's good to see that he's he's doing anything again, doing anything. Yeah, he's. I see a good director. So, there you go. All right. That's
1: my number three. Uh, next up, number three for me is the one that I just finished like an hour ago. Thanks to my buddy Dave for sending me the voodoo code. Booyah. Now in my voodoo, if you want to watch it. Batman, Son of the Dragon. This is the latest animated Batman movie. And it got bumped up because of rewatchability. I'll inevitably rewatch this because it's a Batman movie set in kind of... it. They never really say a date, but it feels like late 70s because it's kind of got a... Kung Fu, uh, blaxploitation feel and design. And it's, it shows Batman when he goes into training in Asia and he teams up with these four other students and then they go their separate ways. And then they have to come back together to shut the mystical door to stop the demon. And there's lots and lots of death and lots of supernatural stuff and lots and lots of Kung Fu and seventies kind of waka-chika, waka-chika, waka-chika. it was really good and a lot darker than I was expecting. Uh,
0: so fun, fun time. I highly James remember. Hong has a voice in there. I, James Hong has been in so many movies. He is O Sensei in this. Yeah, he's awesome. He is great. Man, he's even in a ton of stuff. Yeah. And, and even and like was... you know,
1: I have to think about too. Like it's one thing to do martial arts and and. Kung Fu, but to animate it, and to think about how you're going to animate it to make it look realistic and and accurate and also badass. And they do a wonderful job. It was I, I was fascinated at every fight. It was badass. Um, anyway, that's my number three.
0: Okay, number two for me is Possessor. This is the horror sci-fi movie from Brandon Cronenberg, who happens to be David Cronenberg's son following well in his father's footsteps, this is, if you would have said that this is a David Cronenberg movie, I would have been like, well, yeah, it's, it's, yeah. Uh, which, that's a big thumbs up to me. This was creepy, well-made, body horror, uncomfortable. It was actually, like, that had that un- uncomfortable feel like The Lodge did, but much more of a sci-fi bent, and this one here is, like, for some reason, it's, I do like they are calling this movie Possessor Uncut, like, Uncut is almost like a part of the title of this movie and it is very 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 past R rated like there is this is disgusting and just mean mean spirited and ugh, and so good it's so damn good you should watch it it's a great movie it's, in well, my it's some
1: time but when it's mean spirited and over the top gory and just mean Sci-fi? and angry and and mean and mean and depressing and it's like
0: I, I, I'm, I'm yeah, full. Of, that's all huge
1: positives. Yeah, but I'm all full of mean and depressing at the moment. I, I need happy and and fun adventure. Yeah, whatever, Mister yeah. Captain Jack Sparrow on five yeah, exa- five movies in a week. <laughs> you, I know what oh, you're watching. So,
0: oh. You love them all. What are you
1: groaning about? You keep texting me how you love them all. No, yeah, they're good. <laughs> This is what I deal with. This is what I deal with, audience. I, it's, they are. It's, it's they are split. It's split. Yeah. I got. I got Eugene A, Eugene
0: B, Eugene C. Yeah. Oh, and I'll. You'll hear more about those coming soon. Oh, if we yeah. get on with it. Yeah. Well, hurry up. You're the one blowing. On.
1: Okay, number two for me is Birds of Prey. Back to you. <laughs>
0: Right. Or the prey.
1: You didn't even watch it. Shut your mouth. <laughs> I've watched it like uh, at least two or three times. And it is just, it is a damn fun movie. I really enjoy the hell out of that movie. I'm, I'm actually, when I was making this list and I saw that pop up, it was like, I need to watch that again. It, it just, it, it was all the kind of the promise that suicide squad was going to be, but then wasn't, you know what I mean? Like that, yeah, That what you thought you were going to get. And then you went to suicide squad and you're like, what is this? What? Uh, this movie kind of delivers on that kind of, uh, the feel of what those trailers were like. And I, it's just playful and fun, but also kind of mean and R rated. Uh, and I like that. It's just, at, I just, my only hesitation with it is the very, 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 very tail end. I'm like, eh, we could have maybe gone a different way. I thought we could have used that character a little bit better, a little, you know, I don't want to spoil it for anybody, but. Uh, is, speaking
0: of which, have you seen the, uh, pictures of, Jared Leto as Joker. Oh, do you want me to meet a screen share my like, background right now? Or <laughs> that's so awesome. I'm like, I, I didn't realize that that he's literally a completely different Joker in this one. Well, like, but you got to remember what? too; it's
1: also in that hallway that's from the nightmare sequence.
0: Oh, so this might be a
1: nightmare sequence with Dark Side kind of thing. Okay, so Man, yeah,
0: he looks like way better. <laughs> well, just yeah. that one shot. I'm like, okay, there we go. That's cool. Yep. Uh, okay. Number and number one for me is The Painted Bird. This was easy. I, I put that as number one immediately and then just worked my way down through the rest of them. Uh, young Jewish boy somewhere in Eastern Europe, uh, seeks refuge during World War II where he encounters many different characters, all of which are just the most wretched, awful of humanity. Uh, black and white, Udo Kiers, and it's, it, it was fantastic. Fantastic! I, it was one of those where it's three hours, but it felt like an hour. Like, what is going to happen next in this crazy thing? I guess this is based on a book from the 60s, maybe, and it was like one of those, oh, they'll, you'll never be able to make this into a movie. And I haven't read the book, but this movie was fantastic. And it's cool to see... Um, oh, there's several actors in this where I'm like, oh, man, you're... Like, Harvey Keitel was in this, and... Oh, what's his name? A uh, warlock guy. Julian, Julian Sands. Sands was in this. Hmm. Yeah. So, anyway, great cast, great movie. Extremely well made, but very, 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 very heavy subject, which I can handle those things. Heavy subject matter. And you can, too. Every now and then you it's can. It's not that I can't handle
1: it. It's just that it's not necessarily entertainment or enjoyable for me. Whereas you delight in the torment And the Hellraiser of it all. (laughs) Which is why, like, in that last episode, you said, yeah, they'd just come and chit-chat with me. We'd be friends, Mm -hmm. the Cenobites. And they're sexy. They
0: are, kinda. They would rip your flesh apart. No, they wouldn't. They would... (laughs) They would what? This is where you talk to them. You interact with them, you talk to them... You. And they say flesh is pain
1: and pain is flesh and yeah. this is prepare to have your soul ripped apart.
0: Yeah. And you'd say uh, Me too. I, I don't <laughs>
1: <laughs> Oh my god. Uh number one for me is Underwater. And I've watched this movie twice in the span of a month. When it when about more closer to the time it came out. Loved it both times, and it's, I mean, it's so fast-paced, and it's so, just brutal, and I just love that everybody makes I don't, I, not necessarily smart or right decisions, but they make what I would consider a sane decision. I get so annoyed with that in movies where the characters make these decisions where you're like, nobody would do that. Literally nobody would ever make that decision, and in this movie they made decisions that I believe sane people would make, and that is a huge factor as to why this movie works so well for me. And I enjoyed the hell out of it. It's, it, I don't even know how long it is. If you tell me this movie is hour 45, I'd be shocked. Cause it feels like an hour 10. It's just go, 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 go. And a uh, uh, comedian guy that I generally don't like from Deadpool. You're
0: I, I T. J. Miller, echo yeah.
1: everything you said. He was great in this role. And I feel like he's growing on me. He's getting better and better. Um, And I'm not trying to knock him by saying that, it sounded kind of condescending, TJ. Sorry, I know you're a listener. It's not what I meant. Uh, as far as not everybody's style goes with it what everybody wants to see. It was I'm I don't feel like I'm personally attacking the guy himself. I'm just saying some of his mannerisms aren't I, I don't necessarily find as funny as other people. But I don't begrudge him anything. The movie as a whole, still, I was like the only the best way that this movie can end is if it goes for it. Did this movie go for it at the end? Yep. Holy God, did it go for it? You tell me there's an alternate ending. I almost don't even want to know what it is. It's no, <laughs> I don't care. It, Kristen Stewart, we've, we've ragged on her on this show before. She was fantastic in this. Um, not much else to say. It's uh, rewatchability won out on, the, on this top 10 because that is one that I could very easily pop on at any time, watch all the way through and could do it again in a week.
0: I agreed. Yeah, I actually, like, the last three, Underwater, The Hunt, and Hunter Hunter, are probably the most rewatchable on my list. But as far as, like, the quality level, I think the other ones were, I don't know, better. Um, and I almost, actually, I'm surprised that you didn't have Mortal Kombat Scorpions Revenge. Did you watch Scorpions Revenge? Half of it. Oh, I love that movie. I, I honestly didn't even in, oh, see it oh, on the it.
1: list. But I, I, I fell asleep and then I forgot about it and didn't get back to it. But I was enjoying what I saw so far. I don't have any honorable mentions. The only one that I have uh, made a note of was Bill and Ted 3. I haven't got around to watching yet and I guarantee you that would make my list. Yeah, Just that, sight unseen. I love those characters, so...
0: Yeah. Yeah, I had Dark and Wicked, Scorpion's Revenge, Ghosts of War, We Summon the Darkness. We Summon the Darkness is... Yeah. Yeah, and... So, I mean, there were plenty like of mediocre
1: it. movies that I saw, but it was like, that's not top 10. It's barely even honorable mention. It's a movie that exists and that's fine, yeah. but I had a hard time making the list because why box office mojo doesn't exist anymore. So then I got to use IMDb and dig and dig and dig and dig yeah. and dig until I can find something that resembles a list of the, uh, all the movies that were released in 2020. And then I'm, uh, what's the first thing I'm seeing? This movie was released in December of 2019. Why is it on this list? Well, because it made money in 2020. (laughs) So then Uh I had to reorganize the list uh, by date. That way I could stop when I got to... I just... Oh, I miss Box Office Mojo so bad.
0: Me too. Gone. It's done.
1: But you know what? I'd sacrifice a Box Office Mojo for a film AF. (laughs) Oh, I know. Oh, are you still keeping track? By the way, Cause I, 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 I'm keeping track of the movies I've got since then. I started a spreadsheet of the movies I've got that are I know are not on Film AF, and I have your list and my list from Film AF. I, I just have to get a new enough Excel program that can handle the workload. Because when I try and dump the information into my old ass Excel, it breaks. And when I try and dump it onto the online Excel, it breaks. It won't, it can't handle over a thousand entries or whatever. And we both have triple that. Yeah. So anytime I try and dump it in there, it's like, well, here's the first 500. (laughs) So now I got to go in there and, and by hand pull 500 at a time. Fuck that. Not even 500. It's more like 150. Yeah. Uh, but I have all that data, so at a certain point, I have it uploaded to Safe Spaces online in case my computer crashes. So at some point in the future, I will be able to recover those lists, and so that's why I'm keeping track. Of, so I have a what I I have a list of what is not on Film AF, Let's put it that way.
0: So frustrating that they went under again. Yep. But whatever. Well, at least I was able to pull
1: that our list down.
0: Yeah.
1: Uh, okay. Any honorable mentions or anything else? Nope. No, that's okay, it. I mean, Recently it. watched. We got about time for one round. I don't know. Kids, um, kids starting to climb the walls.
0: Yeah. Pirates of the Caribbean. Oh, one, two, three, do we four, have five. To do this. There's nothing else
1: you've been watching.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Schmaltzy okay, bastard. Yeah, actually. Yeah, you're right. Let's let's go with something that. Um, Actually, let's go with something that – I'm not sure if we've even talked about this movie on the show. If we have, it's been a long time. But Once Upon a Time in the West.
1: Uh, it's been we a long – I think we have, but it's been a long time. Uh,
0: 1968 – I'm kind of on a spaghetti western kick right now. And uh, I've only watched this movie one time and it was a long time ago that I watched it. And I watched it on your recommendation. You're like, you you have to watch this movie. I'm like – it's almost three hours. It's three hours, but it's not. I mean, this is one of those movies where, even if you're not a fan of Western movies, in my, this is just in my opinion, If even if you're not a Western fan, there's still a lot to like in this movie. Just from a filmmaker standpoint, the way it's shot, the music, the pacing, the acting, how the story slowly unfolds, but is never boring. Uh, uh, this movie is perfect. This is like a perfect Western to me. I Five out of five. Well it's Second viewing, same score. Sergio Leone's, I think, his masterpiece. I'm halfway through The Good, The Bad, and The Ugly, and even that, I'm like, this is so good. But I'm like, I don't know if it quite reaches Once Upon a Time in the West. Uh, that was the conversation that we had last time, as I recall. You, The Good, The Bad, and The Ugly,
1: you fell on that side, and I fell on Once Upon a Time in the West. But I haven't watched either of them enough and especially recently to back up yeah. either of those opinions. But this is
0: how I like my Westerns dirty. Everybody's dirty. Most people in these are scummy or there's a dark side to every single character, even the bad or even the good ones. Charles Bronson is, I'm sure that he was in other Westerns because I don't think of him as a Western guy. I think of him as, as the uh, guy Magnificent from seven. I think he was in. Oh Yeah. 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 But he was so good as Harmonica. He was a, he was Harmonica in this. But I highly recommend anybody. It's on Amazon Prime. Blu-ray is cheap. This is definitely one film lovers. Check this movie out. It is so damn good. And it it kind of has kicked off another spaghetti western viewing for me where I'm going through a couple. I'm actually, I'm halfway through Good, Bad, and the Ugly. And I'm going to watch, uh, for a few dollars more. And there might be one or two others that I watch just that I know are great movies. So when was the last time you watched this one? Has it been a while? Uh, yeah, I
1: caught half of it the other day on Pluto TV or something like that. Uh, not even half of it. I just watched like 15 minutes because, oh, that movie. I love it. I have the DVD of it. It's like a triple DVD box set or something. Um, but yeah, I love that movie. I, and I believe in a, we did a top 10 westerns or something
0: like that. We were breaking I it down. Like this, I
1: think this was my number one.
0: That beginning, the beginning is actually, it's so good that it is almost hard for the rest of the movie to come back from that with just the, how the credits pop up on the screen and just that desolate train station. And you know, something bad is going to go down. Like something bad is going down and it just drags on and on. And I'm like, it's not getting more, it's not getting boring. It's getting more and more tense. You know, the water dripping on the guy's hat, the fly buzzing around the guy's face, Oh, I loved it. And then, yeah. Then uh, Charles Bronson shows up, and it's, oh, it's so good. It's so good. It is. Have you seen Once Upon a Time in
1: America? I own it on DVD, and I have tried to watch that movie about five times, and I fall asleep at about the 40-minute mark every time.
0: I don't know why. and,
1: And the opening is so hard to watch because it feels like the first 15 minutes are a phone ringing. Because it is—it's yeah. a phone ringing. It's ring. Credits are rolling. Ring. Nobody's answering it. Brr-ring. It just goes on and on and on, and like, it's probably only a couple of minutes, but it feels like twenty, and it's irritating. Not the way to start off a movie, but I need to watch the whole thing. I, I hear it's a classic, but you know, once you have. No, hey, you. This is your rules and regulations, man. This is no. what this is what you want to record. Home all day, all day today. Nope, uh, can't can't be. He saunters in whenever he wants to, and I
0: was, I was, uh, I was here on time at three. F- <laughs> whenever you felt like it, yeah. so I could play with your toys. Uh, oh yeah, there.
1: We can do that joke again. No. No, that's I'm no, good. No, not, not funny anymore. No. Or was it ever funny? <laughs> <laughs> leave that up to the audience to decide. <laughs> as our numbers plummet like the stock market. Um, uh huh. Anything else you want to add to that? Ah, that's it. Right. That's from uh the take from 2016, starring Idris Elba, Richard Madden, Charlotte Le Bon. A young pickpocket and an unruly CIA agent team up in an anti-terrorist mission in France. This was damn near a gem in the rough. This was a damn good movie, especially because that was a blind watch for me. I just was flipping through things on Netflix, and, you know, you pause for a second because your phone beeps, and the trailer starts playing, and you're like, oh, this is kind of an interesting scene. What's going on here? Eh, I'm gonna watch this. This was a good action thriller movie. And Idris Elba, whips ass, holy crap, one of those movies where when they're doing a fist fight, you feel every punch, you see every bit of choreography, but you feel every punch people get thrown through walls, it feels like it they're shooting people left and right uh, the, and I'm not saying it's just an hour and a half of action, it's not, but uh, for a thriller kind of spy thing, you definitely gotta check this one out um, I quite enjoyed it Very,
0: very good, very good Yeah, that's one that I think I added it to the to the list after you texted me, and I'm like, ah, okay. That I even if I, I'm sure I'll like it, but uh, Idris Elba is great, so I'm I'm already I'm going in with
1: (laughs) with
0: a boner. I I I...
1: yeah. (laughs) Decent expectations would have maybe been the word, but uh, a, a raging yeah. hard on, I guess, will also work. Uh, that, but that works too. He's pretty peak. Idris Elba. I mean, he has no shits to give, none whatsoever, and it's it's awesome. Uh, yeah, good movie. Do you want uh, come Let's do coming soon and wrap up. This is turning into a disaster. <laughs> oh, why? Yeah, you're just staring at me, and then you stop mid-sentence. No, oh, I'm not staring at you. I'm not staring oh, at it's you. Facebook. I'm, I'm... You're staring at Facebook. Great. <laughs> you stop mid-sentence because you were just verbally diarying, or... No,
0: I was... Well, I was reading something. Why are you reading? Why are you, why are you... <laughs> uh, I was... It was... This is called multitasking, sir.
1: Yet, when uh... it gets to your turn to you know, to review something, we've got to wait for you to look up the
0: movie. Hmm. Yeah. That, what do you mean?
1: That's going to be it for this episode. I'll see. you next
0: Oh, time. I've got, uh, what else do I got coming up here? Uh, Dinosaur Island directed by Fred Olin Ray, um, and Jim Minorski. So that's a double header. Um, uh, Day of the Triffids. The uh, BBC show, not the original movie, but the, uh, the uh, television series from the 80s. Um, oh, what else do I got here? Snow Beast, which is a TV movie, made for TV movie from the 70s. Um, uh, I'm kind of getting into a couple older Hammer movies again. All good stuff. All good stuff.
1: Nothing um, bad.
0: Nothing bad, no. Nothing, nothing bad on your shelves. Nope. Oh, it's, it's award winning. No
1: zeros there. <laughs> <laughs> there are some zeros. Three hundred and thirty three episodes to the contrary. <laughs>
0: <laughs> what else do I got? Ah, uh, yeah, just Here, some, we just got, some got it, we got it, you, yeah. you got it. You get some quality. How many quality twenty stuff.
1: movies you're going to watch next week? Yep. Uh, I want to try and track down Monster Hunter. Uh, Run, hide, fight. Did you see that trailer? No. Uh, Thomas Jane is a weird military guy and trains his daughter, and then she goes to school. And there's a bunch of guys come in with guns. And oh, that sounds good. Yeah, it looked interesting. Uh, new Mutants. I'm still trying to track down Greenland. I want to watch Greenland more than Miyagi documentary about Ralph Macchio. No, Ra- but no, isn't he the I've heard of that. Yeah. Ralph Macchio is a karate kid.
0: But know, but he is talking about Miyagi, son. Okay. All right. I was right. Eh, he's in it, I guess. I'll give you that.
1: <laughs> uh, uh, and I'm at Castle Rock. I need to try and start that. I'm surprised you... Or, what day is it? When do we get our next stand? Thursday? No. Last one. It's time to learn. Now that we've got done with the stand, it's time to spend a whole episode with Franny.
0: Oh, yeah.
1: We probably will, too. It's Franny Coda, or Coda Franny, or whatever. That's what it's going to be.
0: Because we have all the time in the world. Oh, I would much rather just spend just an hour walking around, following the dog, trying to find his way back to Boulder (laughs) than her, than being on her... Him and the dog and Moon guy. Yep. What's his... Yep,
1: that's that's what it. That's what it's going to be. Oh, I cannot wait for that show to be done. I'm. I have checked out. What is the other one that we're watching,
0: or am I just watching it? Wandavision. Yeah. When's that episode come out? That I think Friday. Which oh, I'm all about that man. I I am finally picking up into that show. Yes, yeah. that is good.
1: That last episode is wild and raises some serious questions.
0: So are they like? Wife and I were talking like, so they're at the 80s now. So I'm assuming that 90s and then are they going to keep going up to modern or at some point they're going to run out of eras? I
1: mean, they're technically, if we're doing full house right now, it's 80s, 90s. Like they could be in the 90s already.
0: Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. But I'm, I'm totally into it. I'm still trying to wrap my head around her brother and, Movie brother versus Fox.
1: Well, that's what I was saying. Water. They kind of, you know, they
0: broke the world.
1: I don't know I like where that. they're going I think that's with
0: this. Yeah, I think that's cool. I'm I'm actually like, well, I'm like, well, once this show is done, which I'm not looking forward to it being done, actually. I'm like, well, then we got Falcon and... Winter that Soldier trailer was, was dope. Oh, it's awesome. Awesome. So...
1: That's one of the ones that I'm really looking forward to is Falcon and Winter Soldier.
0: yeah. I'm assuming once that's done, that's when Loki will come out. I don't know the order. Because I, I can't imagine they're going to have consecutive shows running at the same time. It's almost like they're spacing these out.
1: They're not going to run at the same time. I think they're going, like, end to end.
0: Oh, that's so cool that every week there's a new something Marvel. Yeah.
1: Bring it. It's what we need yeah, in me 2021. Too.
0: I... Yeah. That and Star Wars. So I'm ready for more Star Wars. Me too. Yep, yep. Uh, <laughs> that's all I got,
1: folks. Yep, he's back to being on the internet. I can see it
0: in his eyes. Um,
1: looking are at disp- buying things or fixing your <laughs> yeah, cable. What are you buying?
0: I'm on, I'm on eBay right now. I'm contemplating a DVD set, which I don't usually do that, but like Campaneros, Four of the Apocalypse, and Run Man Run Spaghetti Western Trilogy. I'm like interesting I'm like Campaneros you know that was directed by uh, Sergio Carbucci four of the Apocalypse's Lucio Fulci which bring it on and then just that Run Man Run I'm not sure about that one that stars Fabio Testi. I like him and uh Thomas Milan or Thomas Million is in that Thomas Milan you dumbass um, oh, yeah, this is the first pronunciation you messed up. It is. Uh, but when they meet a sadistic bandit named Chaco... Oh, man, I should get that. I, even the bad guy's name sounds cool. So, Comparos for the Apocalypse. And... But I don't like that there are a DVD. I want... Like, as soon as I get the DVD, then... Blu-ray will come out, and, you know, the drill, and... So that's what I'm... That's, That's what I got going on right now. (laughs) It it just became an endurance test for the
1: audience. How long can you (laughs) hang on with Eugene just surfing the net and saying words? Oh, well, folks, it's... You might want to buy it, too. It's... I'm... Go for the DVD. It's a spaghetti western. How much better is it going to look on Blu-ray? Especially one that you've never heard of.
0: Well, before the apocalypse, I've seen. But Run run, Man Run and... Campaneros... Oh my
1: god! (laughs) Tolerable. All right, I will see you next time. Uh, All right, bye. Thanks for listening. Hey, if you want to get a hold of the Movie Freaks, you can get a hold of us facebook.com backslash moviefreakspod on Twitter at moviefreakspod. Drop us an email, moviefreakspod at yahoo.com. Intro music was public domain by www.rutgermuller.nl.